the Not So Precious Podcast. I am your lovely host, Precious. I am so excited to be back with you guys for another episode. Um, I'm feeling things. <laughs> I think that's the only way that I really can describe it is just like things, right? Like it's the end of the year. I turned 26 in a few months. There's a lot on my mind. There's a lot on my spirit. And, you know, I really, because I feel that way, and when I do feel that way, part of the ways that I like to tap in with myself is, you know, not only just through self-reflection, but just taking moments of silence and just to be with myself. And I know that a lot of you guys that listen to my podcast are pretty much a similar age as me, you know your mid to late 20s now i'm in i guess i'm getting to my late 20s right (laughs) um so you're figuring it out just like me and you're putting the pieces together of who you are and what's impacting you and what has impacted you that you don't really acknowledge you're putting all those pieces together and that is not the easiest process probably one of the hardest processes that I've had to do and I still am doing obviously continuously and you know I'm in this new season of my life with school and changing of schedule and working out it's a lot like it's a lot of pressure it is it is not easy and I you know I I had a day today I think also because my period like my period I'm I don't know if it's because I'm getting older I have more hormones or if I'm because I do more but my period just impacts me so differently now do you guys feel like that like if you're a listener that it gets their period do you feel like as you've gotten older your period has gotten more intense because I definitely feel like mine has like I feel it like a lot like a lot a lot and I just I it's not a good feeling I'm I'm feeling a ways so whatever um I am on my period. I'm just, I'm feeling a lot. And on the way here, driving home, because I record at home, obviously, I was thinking about what I wanted to speak about. And I had one topic in mind, and then I didn't. And then I was like, okay, I could just do a part two from last week. And then I was like, oh, no, scratch that. And then I was sitting in my car and may or may not have been crying (laughs) And I was sitting in my car and I was just thinking and to myself and praying and saying to myself, you know, I, I want to stay hopeful, right? Like, even though I feel like this right now, I think this is a temporary feeling. Well, not I think. I know this feeling is temporary and I know I'm going to get over this hump and I know I'm going to get through this. But one phrase that stuck out to me the most when I was sitting in my car just now before I turned on this microphone is season of sacrifice. And that's going to be the name of this episode, Season of Sacrifice, because I think that that is really, if I can name an era (laughs) or name the era that I'm going through right now, that that's the name of it. I I am truly in a season of sacrifice. I am, you know, I'm being pushed to all types of limits that I didn't know were possible, but I think I, I enjoy it 
most of the time but this is one of the few moments that i don't enjoy it and i'm like oh my gosh like i have to do this and figure this out and figure this out and you know i was sitting there and then the phrase season of sacrifice came in my head and i said wow that's it you know that that is the name of what i'm experiencing what i'm going through i'm i'm making sacrifices for a bigger picture for a bigger vision and while right now in the small moments in some moments i feel like that bigger picture is like not there and i'm just experiencing pain and anguish i have to also remember after i'm done being dramatic (laughs) that this is a sacrifice you know and it's a necessary sacrifice. It's something that's going to be worth it. And I may have to miss out on things. I can't go to certain things. And I'm going to have to say no to certain things. But in the end, you know, which I don't know when the end is. I could be three years from now. In the end, the sacrifice will be well worth it. Like, it will be worth it to... Not worth it to. It will be worth what I'm doing right now. And... Like I said, I I felt a wheeze for the past few days. I don't know if it's my period, the Gemini full moon. I've just felt an abundance of things and I've had a lot of revelations. And maybe you have too. I actually was talking to uh, one of my mutuals on Twitter and she was talking about like her how her and her coworkers have been having like messed up sleep. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like my sleep has not been the best. And it's because you know, one, the moon, right? Because the moon doesn't talk to you. I don't know if you guys believe in all that stuff. I believe in the power of the moon. I really do. I'm a Pisces, so I definitely should. But, you know, my period too, of course. I always get my period under a full moon. How spooky is that? Like, it's not obviously spooky. I kind of, I Googled it a little bit. It, and I read like this article that said sometimes like the moon really can like impact like your period. I don't know. I'm just a real spiritual person, maybe a witch, who knows. Anyways, you know, I feeling all these things and not being able to come to a conclusion every time because some things are out of my control, right? Like I can only, I think, and that is such a hard thing to come to is that there are only but a few things under your under your control, for the other part of it you kind of just have to do your best and then throw the other part of it to the wind and i think that's the part that i struggle with the most is throwing the other part of it to the wind aka god aka the universe that is the hardest part for me because you know i was driving and i'm saying to myself i'm getting real intimate sorry guys i'm driving and i'm saying to myself you know what else could i be doing could i be doing something different could i be doing something better do i really want to step into 26 feeling like this do i feel like i'm doing what 26 year old me should be doing but i also feel like that is a fruitless endless hallway of a thought because there is no way of me measuring what i'm supposed to be doing at 26 i mean i'm not a loser so i guess that's good but i i i hold myself to these unnecessary requirements and regulations and if you're like me then you probably do the same thing but but when you when you're reaching for greatness sometimes it can be so hard when you don't have it yet and when you know you're grateful of it and when you know you're worthy of it and you feel like it's not there 
or it's not happening for you or it's not in the process but i that's the mystical part of life right i have no idea what's in the process i have no idea what's going to happen a week from now i have no clue i have no way of controlling it i have no idea the only thing that i can do is the best that i can do in this moment and i think that is the essence of a season of sacrifice because when you're sacrificing you're doing you're taking the sacrifice you're doing what you think you're supposed to be doing and you are giving the rest of the universe and god and you are saying handle it you know handle this for me you you know what i'm you know what's going to happen from this you know the greatness that's going to come from the sacrifice handle it for me and that's where i'm at right now that's that's the way i'm feeling that's the download that's coming through loud and clear is to trust this process a little bit more and i have been i mean i feel like that's what the uh, we're talking about last week surrender or else you know surrender to what you can't control i guess that's something i didn't mention in the last episode but i would definitely throw that part in with surrendering is surrender to what you can't control and a lot of the things that we desire sometimes are completely out of our control it just happens that this happens that way and it happens that way (laughs) i was my professor my writing professor he's a brilliant guy he was talking about how he got into nyu originally because he did his undergrad at nyu and he said that in high school he got kicked out for some stupid reason and this was like you know in like 1984 and the only way that the high school would let him back in is if he joined this like shakespeare club or contest or whatever so of course you know my professor was like all right i'll do it so he had to memorize all this parts of shakespeare whatever and, you know, the school was like, okay, I know we told you to do this, but it will also be really good for um, your resume when you go to apply to colleges. He's like, all right, whatever. But it was on his record that he did get kicked out of high school for a few months due to some stupid thing he did. So, um, you know, when he was interviewing for NYU, it just so happened that the professor that interviewed him was also like the head of the theater department. And usually, you know, I mean, getting into NYU is very hard, especially undergrad, graduate school, any level, pretty much. So when they looked at his record and they saw that, you know, he had this gap in his record from when he got kicked out of high school, they were like, you know, why should we let you in here? And the theater guy that interviewed him ended up saying, you know, I'll let you in, you know, on a probationary period if you join this Shakespeare club and recite that Shakespeare that you know. And that's how he got into IU. And that's how he was able to have this beautiful, abundant career in public relations because he was able to get into NYU. And um, it's stuff like that, right? Like you think your life is over and he thought his life was over. He thought he was never going to get into a good college and teachers used to tell him like, hey, you're not going to be anything in life. And he flipped this fucking script. He flipped the script, and he's brilliant. He has he had a great long career. He works at he's worked at some of the top agencies in the world, and um, some of the top companies in the world. And you know, when you hear a story like that, you want to think, oh, it's because of this or because of this. No, it's because 
of something that was out of his control. Who knew that him all those years in 1984 when they told him that he's going to have to learn Shakespeare. Who knew that years later the universe would allow him to get into one of the top universities in the world through something, through a decision and mistake that he made. It's it's brilliant, right? And that is what I'm aiming for in my own life and in my own journey is to one do what i'm supposed to do right because let's refer back to his story as a great example in that moment in 1984 in high school when they told him to recite shakespeare he could have been like oh i'm not doing that i went to a different school right that was definitely an option for him but he decided to take this challenge on and take this opportunity and learn it right and at that moment he had no idea that he would be applying to nyu or that he would be interviewed by some kooky professor that was the head of theater he had no idea any of that was going to happen he just made a decision and he stuck by that decision and he kept going that's all he did and it ended up working out and that is what you do in a season of sacrifice that is what you do in a season of confusion a season of conflict where you don't know what's going to happen where you don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel you make decisions that make sense and you keep going anyway despite 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 i keep going anyway despite 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 and this is for anyone in any kind of season you're in whether you just got your heart broken your fresh start relationship you ended a friendship you anything this is this i feel like this resonates on any level of where you're at right now in life is this is what's working for me i'm going to continue doing this and it's going to work out. And I'm going to throw the rest to the wind. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You know? I love Frozen. But it, I'm, I'm serious when I say that. I really do believe in a season of sacrifice. You got to just do what you got to do. Figure it out. Take it day by day. And release what you can release what you can and that is what i'm doing because i could have sat in my car and i could have cried some more and i could have been like i'm not recording no damn podcast tonight and i could have got my bed and i could have felt worse and continue feeling worse and then wake up tomorrow to feel worse and then that would have solved nothing but i made a decision that i'm gonna keep going and and i'm gonna keep doing what i know best and what i know best is recording this podcast that is what I know best. That is what I feel best. That is what I this when I feel the best. And even though I cried about something in the car and I'm sitting right here right now and I still didn't solve it, like I still don't know the solution. Recording this podcast makes me feel better because I don't know the solution. I actually that's kind of out of my control right now, but what I do know is that I have a podcast to record every week and that I have two projects, three projects coming up and two final exams. I have a lot to do. I'm a busy, busy girl. I'm a girl with big dreams. And when you have big dreams, you can't let temporary moments of hurt get in the way because I feel an abundance of things right now. I feel confused. I feel conflicted. I feel like there's a wool black wool over my eyes 
but I know I have to keep going. I know I have to do this podcast every week. I know I have to be kind and patient with myself. I know I have to get up and go to work tomorrow, even though I really don't feel like it. I know that these are all things that are taking me closer to a life that I love. And, you know, my professor's story is just one of many stories of people that stayed consistent in their dream, in their life. You know, I think of the greats. I think of Oprah, Tina Turner, Maya Angelou. You know, these were women that faced great, great conflicts early on in their life, in their mid-30s, and they still kept going because they knew that there was something greater than them at play that was going to make it work. And even in their season of sacrifices, I think um, I read Oprah's book, which is it's a brilliant book. And I think you should read it. It's called What I Know For Sure by Oprah. And she, she talks about how, you know, because before she did the big Oprah show, she was working as a radio host. And I forgot what state she was working. I think Detroit. I think it was Detroit. Don't quote me. I believe it was Detroit she was working in. And, you know, then she got the offer for a talk show. And, you know, she was thinking about it. And she was real nervous because she had been doing radio for so long. And, yeah, she was making a decent living, but it really wasn't enough. And she felt, you know, this opportunity was an opportunity that would change her life. And she walked into the office of her boss at the time her boss being the head of the radio station and she sat down and he said to her going to chicago and doing this talk show is going to be the biggest mistake of your life you're gonna fall flat on your face and you're never gonna make it you know this was this white man telling this to oprah many many years ago this young black woman telling her that her going to chase her dream and going to this season of sacrifice was going to ruin her life. And I remember the story from her book so significantly because she said, you know, she said to him, if I fail, I fail. And if I make it, you know, I'm going to make it. And she left and she left to Chicago and the Oprah show changed her life. It changed the trajectory of her life. Because of the Oprah show, Oprah is who she is today. And once again, that is another example of a pivotal moment in your life where you can only do what makes sense to you. Because her boss, she could have like listened to that white man and said, oh my God, he's right. I, I can never do a talk show. Who do I think I am? She could have done that. Some people do. Some people just don't believe in themselves enough. Oprah did. My professor did. I want you to be a person that does too. And I am going to continue and try to continue to be a person that does too. That walks anyway. That walks by faith and not by sight. That will keep going even with the wool over her eyes. Even though she lost her glasses and she feels like Velma. <laughs> I'm going to keep going anyway. I'm going to keep releasing these episodes. I'm going to keep going to class and killing it. I have all A's. I really want to keep it that way. And yeah, I want it all, right? And when you want it all, when you have big dreams and things like that, you got to keep going. Even when it gets rough. Even when you're in your season of sacrifice. 
And this is my season of sacrifice. This is my season to get it right, to do it right, to keep going, to stay disciplined. This is my time. I'm not letting anything or anyone get in the way of that. And I don't want you to either. Because this is your time also. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, if you've been listening to this, this is your first time listening to this podcast, thank you. Uh, But if you're listening to this, if you're engaging with what I'm saying right now, then you're in a time in your life where you're interested, if not already knee deep, into trying to be a better person and to create a, a beautiful life for yourself. And just you know, taking that step to, because, you know, that was how I first, you know, started was I listened to podcasts. I listened to, now it doesn't even exist anymore, but the Know For Sure podcast with Megan Ashley and B. Simone. It was the first podcast I ever tuned into, and it really changed my perspective on so many things and self. I still listen to Megan Ashley. She still has her own podcast. It's brilliant. You should go check it out. It's my, that is my recommendation this week. It's called In Totality. It is amazing. The last episode she just dropped. I can't remember the episode. I don't have my phone to pull it up for you guys. So I'm sorry. But the last episode she just dropped, which was this week, I think like what, yesterday? So November 28th. Um, amazing. Like if you're in a season of, you know, letting go and really trying to work through things, I would definitely recommend listening to the episode. It was absolutely brilliant. So she released it. Yep, uh, she released it yesterday, November 29th, and the name of the podcast is called In Totality, and the host is Megan Ashley. She is brilliant. Uh, she is a mother. She is God-driven. I love that about her. She's also a Pisces. So <laughs> Pisces sisters, we just like get it. We get it, you know? Pisces get it. We're great friends. The lovers part, we'd be working on, but we're great friends. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this one's a little short, but I feel like it has, there's so much in it. There's so many emotions and a little realness in it. I love giving it to you guys like this, you know? This episode's not so much planned out, but it's here. So thank you guys. Um, make sure you guys follow the pod page. If you're not already, please, please, please follow the pod page. It is not so precious pod on Instagram. And also if you have not already, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple or wherever else, please leave five stars. I want, I, I want, I would love a written review, written reviews make sure that other people that are like-minded like you and like me get this content and get the podcast offered to them so please if you can leave me a short written review and please leave five stars on the podcast if you enjoy it i love you guys thank you for tuning in stay precious stay kind christmas is coming up that's great I love you guys. Happy Friday or happy whatever day you're listening to this. And thank you.